Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap, as if they're blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with somebody else who might also be wanting to start their own company. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach. And just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. So if you see somebody asking questions about starting their own service-based business, please do us a favor and send them a link to the show. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David Hilton. If it doesn't get warm outside soon, I'm going on a shooting spree. It was warm-ish yesterday. Warm-ish? It's windy. 50 and windy and misting is not warm. Yeah, you're right. Dude, it got cold early. It's cold now. It's April's in two weeks. I don't know. Where is it? I don't know. It's been raining for like every two to every... Should, Week, should two be days, warm enough like, for just, tulips on Mother's Day. I can't Day even speak. I'm so pit. I hate it. I think it's supposed to be warm again on Thursday. Is it? Yeah. Man, that would be... Which, if you're listening to the show, that's awesome. today, by the way. We dropped the show on Thursday. So. No one that knows us or lives in our area listens to the show. I shouldn't say that. There's yeah. like five. A couple of Like dudes. five people. Well, our moms don't count. My mom's dead. Yeah, true. My dad does not <laughs> poor, listen poor, to the show. <laughs> poor, poorly, poor, poorly placed. Ugh. My dad doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. Your mom probably does. She might. She's got nothing to do. I go into their office, and it's like dead silent, no radio, no nothing going on. Your dad's gone. Your mom's <sighs> just in her back. I, I don't know what she's doing There's in there. There's nothing noisier than a silent office. It's weird in there. Yeah. It's like before you go on there, almost like, like, wait, wait, so... wait, silent game, silent game. Okay, Mitch is here. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird in there. I, I talked to her today for like 40 minutes on the phone. Really? Yeah. Your mother? Good yeah, for I haven't you. talked to her in for, for a while. I'd so. say what you've been doing, but I saw you on Saturday, so I know what you've been doing. I've been busy. Yeah, right. Every time I come over, you're just sitting on the couch in front of your computer. Your wife said the same thing. She's yeah. like, he just sits on there and on this computer, pretends he's doing these important meetings and for stuff. Playing for business. Playing business for Smedley Plumbing. <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah. She's either a liar or you are. I can't decide which one. I'm going to go with her. She's a redhead. <laughs> can't trust them. <laughs> they're crazy. I don't know if they're untrustworthy. So we do the same <clears throat> intro for this show. You should start changing it up. Well, I'm wondering how many people like either skip past it or can recite it word for word. <laughs> I still have a cheat sheet. Like I can't recite it word for word. But hey, I everybody, you and probably... welcome to the show. I don't even know what you say. Yeah. I zone out. I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about first thing? Yeah. Or oh, it's cold outside. We'll talk about that. Back, not breaking my stride and yeah. Dropping some I've only kind of done that like there. one time. Today yeah. was the only time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I wasted all my good stuff in the pre-show. So I'm at this big, this big meeting. We're working on getting this big contract at work, and I'm at this big meeting in in the county offices, right? And yeah, they're, they're basically don't know what they're doing. They're basically like if you work for the government, trading, you're an idiot. <laughs> they're basically trading these two <laughs> office rooms back and forth, and so like. They, they've stacked up these <clears throat> interviews one one to one to one, and for some reason they're moving rooms between every interview. I don't know why. It's just what they're doing, right? Well, one guy was like way late to get from the other room, like he, literally next door, right? And he was like, <laughs> "How are you way late? Way late?" And so the lady who's running the meetings, like, I'm pretty sure he's just got a big giant fart that he's got to let out. <laughs> I'm like. Oh, oh! Well, I thought we were all professionals here. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Apparently, apparently not. everybody farts, even if you're a big wig at the county. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I thought we were gonna have a nice professional show today. 
You're talking uh, no, about farts. We are, we are anything but professional. Okay, fine. Yeah. No farts. No farts. Yes, farts. I don't no, know what you, no else farts. you want to talk about. All right. What do you want to talk about? What's our three topics for today? Well, we're going to talk about Donald Trump just for a little bit, yeah. right? And then we're going to talk about uh, cold DMing. Cold DMs. Not BMs. DMs. DMs. And we're going to, uh, I don't know, my notes just say cut it out. Cut it out. I think it's cut it off, but whatever. Cut it off, cut it out. <laughs> Topic one is arrest developments. Did you see that he's getting arrested? So I, I saw, don't know. So he was supposed to get arrested today. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't saw turn some on TV. little blip. I was busy. That mentioned Trump tweeted out that he will be arrested on Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. Um, and maybe it wasn't even a tweet. I don't know. Like, is he even back on Twitter? I think it was Twitter. I mean, I know he's been reinstated, but. Like I know he was he on there and on Truth Social, I think. Okay, but but that's all I saw. Like I've done a very diligent effort of like ignoring the news when I can. Well, let me give you a little background. Yeah, Mitch. load me up. Okay, so teach me. We all know that Cohen, his attorney, paid off allegedly paid off a porn star that Donald Trump had an affair with. This is allegedly what has happened, right? Yeah. So how many years ago? Uh, six. Okay. It's been six. So statute of limitations in New York is five years unless it's a felony. So they're trying to make it a felony by saying he used campaign contributions to make that payment happen. Okay. I don't look, I do not care if he broke the law, he should go to jail. Okay. Whatever. The problem is this, a district attorney in New York has not prosecuted felonies for like his entire term. Okay. Right. He just refuses. He, his, he literally thinks that we should just let those go and not worry about them. Who cares? And literally in New York city, everyone's moving out because they're afraid for their safety. Okay. Like 64% of what he does, I think it's between it was between fifty and sixty four. I can't remember. Of what he does prosecute, he gets no convictions on, right? He obviously is doing it. All right. So you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like. To back his own political interests or the political interests against Donald Trump. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The problem is, when the government starts using its own organizations to go against citizens of this country, it's a real problem. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what side you're on or what's going on. Just to know that if you piss off the wrong person, say you pissed off someone in Johnson County and you can't get that contract because they've 
use their political connections in Johnson County to keep you from getting it. Like right. that's small fry. You know, everyone's like, oh, no big deal. No, that's a big deal for you. Yeah, for me. Like yeah. that's a huge gut punch for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're doing the same thing against Donald Trump just yeah. because they don't want him to run again. It just, it, it infuriates me the fact that they waste taxpayer money, time, to go after people because they don't agree with them. So as an outsider, what, the way that I view that, I view it that they're terrified of him running again. Not, not that they despise him and they don't want him to run again. Like anytime I see action like that, I usually link that to why. Yeah, and like, I can see that. You know, they, you don't. See, what's the guy in Florida that everyone loves? DeSantis. DeSantis. Uh, well, I can tell you right now that they should be more afraid of DeSantis than they are should be of Trump. Well, I know, but like, just based off of their actions, it doesn't seem that way. You don't see all these like no preemptive attacks against DeSantis. Yeah, no, knowing that he's probably running in the next election. Yeah. Like, you don't see all these preemptive attacks on his... It's like they're more terrified of Trump running again than DeSantis running the first time. I, You know, I can't tell if they're terrified or if... Let's be honest. He pisses people off. Oh, yeah. So I, I love the guy because I like to piss people off, too. And people are just... Their feelings get hurt now if you just say the wrong thing to them. Mm -hmm. You know what? Sometimes hearing the truth is good for you. Yeah. Maybe just accept it and move on. But these people are all holding grudges and have been holding grudges since 2016. And yep. they're like, oh, I'm going to get him. Yeah. I'm going to get him. You know what? If you want to get him and sue him with your own money, whatever. Stop spending my money. Right. Stop spending federal money chasing people around trying to, you know, get them for something. Like, what was the female in New York? I, I don't remember if she was the DA before this guy or not, but she came out, like, when she won and was like, we're going to get Donald Trump. And they're like, first off, your job is to find a crime, find out who committed that crime, and then get that person. Not find a person and then look for a crime they've committed right. and then try to tag them to it. Right. Like, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? Or... Yeah. I mean, I just... The fact that they waste so much time and so much money and so much energy, and then they use it to cover up real stuff that's going on. Or I shouldn't say cover up. They report that instead of reporting things that really matter that people care about. Right. You know, it's just insane. It's like, hey, guys, there's important stuff going on in the world, and you've wasted 30 minutes talking about how you don't like Donald Trump. We know. We're over it. We don't care. You don't like him. Yeah, isn't that like CNN for five hours yeah, every morning. MSNBC, The View, they just that's all they talk about. Don't people get tired of hearing it? Right. Like, do you think you could report and do some real journalism and, like, you know, find some facts and bring us some stories that are important? Yeah. I don't get it, man. I mean... It's fucking insanity. Maybe they're screwing up. Maybe they're putting so much focus on Trump and getting the, the <clears throat> flippable middle percentage to hate Trump so bad that when DeSantis is running... Now, all of a sudden, that flippable middle percentage is like, well, I haven't heard anything wrong about DeSantis, so I'm going to vote for him. I think that's that could <laughs> realistically happen. I mean, you know, who knows? So, yeah, if they, I mean, if they drive him down enough and people are like, you know what, I don't think he can win because, you know, a lot of people aren't going to vote for him. Well, yeah. maybe we'll just vote for DeSantis in the primary. And then he comes out and he's like, Landslides. fuck you. Well, so think about Florida. So he won governor of Florida by 20 points. He got like 60 or 65% of the vote, 
Florida's a purple state. People don't realize that. They're like, yeah. oh, red Florida. No, Miami's in Florida. It's purple state. And he won like 60% of the vote. Yeah. If he does like that in this country, they should be afraid of him. Right. And not Trump. Yeah. Well, they were but really there's my there's my rant. It just who, pisses me off, man. I, the waste, the governmental waste. It's almost like Trump's has something on him, and they 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 have to do all this to like protect their own ass somehow. Yeah. You well, I mean, I mean, he is the whistleblower, right? Like he's the one guy that didn't come up through the ranks, and he's not part right. of the old, you know, armada or establishment, whatever you want to say. And he's like come in and like, hey guys, like he's waving his hands. These people are fucking your eyeballs out right. on uh, on everything. And so they all join, have joined together and been like, hey, we got to snuff this guy out or yeah. we're all out of jobs. I mean, yeah. I, I fi- that could be part of it. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. I, I still am so glad that I've tuned all of that stuff out. Like, I've I, my productivity has gone through the roof since I have, like, canned actual media. Because to me, I'm looking at it like there's nothing I can do to change what's going on, but they're like planting little seeds in your head that get you worried about shit all the time that you, you can't change, but you sure spend a lot of men like brain time worrying about it. Oh yeah. The straight, a lot of stress. People yeah. get stressed out pretty bad. Yeah. And so, you know, like world war three coming. <clears throat> well, guess what? There's nothing I can do to stop world war three from coming. If it's no. coming, great. If it's not great, like <laughs> my but, thought is if it's coming, let's get the fuck on with it. Cause I'm tired. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. uh, let's come on. Come so, on now. Yeah, who, who knows? Who knows how that's gonna I don't all know. roll out? But just the uh, waste irritates me. I think yeah. that's what makes me the most mad. Well, like literally, I mean, think about how much money you spent last year in tax dollars. Oh yeah, by breaking your back, and then they just and then all government does this. They just waste it. So just fucking throw it away, man. We had to write another six thousand dollar check today for twenty twenty one's taxes. We Where's had to. Where's we, my tax check? <laughs> we had to amend 21's taxes because we uh, got an ERC credit. Yeah. Um, and Oh, they made you go back and refile? Well, an ERC is income yeah. in, yeah. earned income in 21. Even if you get the check in 23? Yeah. They call it earned income in 21, so we had to refile for so there's a, 21's there's taxes. There's $500 to pay your accountant to refile probably. Right. And then you've got, and then six thousand dollars in taxes on it. Yeah, it sucks. So it stinks, but you know, trying to take advantage of every opportunity that's out there. Yeah. So it's tough, man. Yeah. Uh, What else you want to talk about, dude? Cold DMs. Uh, Ironically, this morning I just put a Facebook status up because digital marketers or internet marketers or just sleazy fucking salesmen. They have this new trend going on where... He's, he's been mad for like a week about yeah. it. Yeah. They, they have this new trend going on where they'll make a post, and the post appears as if it's coming from a genuine place. But literally all it is is to give them ammo for them to slide into your DMs and do some piss-poor cold sales pitch about how they can solve all your problems. So they'll make a post in like a plumbing group or in any group, and they'll be like, what is your biggest pain point in your business right now? And then you answer the post because you, you like, they're in like, like, let's say it's in a plumbing Facebook group. You think it's all plumbers in there, right? But these sleazy-ass marketers slide their way in there all the time. 
and you're like, oh, my biggest pain point is, you know, cash flow or, you know, vehicles or finding the right people, or, you know, whatever, like all the different pain points different businesses could have, you know, and and then they, they here comes that sleazy ass DM. <laughs> hey, I saw you commented on my post that your pain point was cash flow. You know, I can help with that. I can turn your cash flow up by 50 percent. Meanwhile, they, they know nothing about your business. Yeah. They know absolutely yeah. nothing about your business. Sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's running rampant. So I mean, like my Facebook status <clears throat> this morning said that, you know, I'm, I'm timid to comment on any post right now because I can just feel some, especially some of them. And, and I've identified some people like in my little circle, um, you know, there's this one girl that she seemed to work her way in a lot of different networks and I won't ever comment on anything that she posts. You should just because put their every time I do, spam. You should just spam. This maybe. is spam. Yeah, every time I do, here comes a cold DM. And, and, <laughs> Sorry, it makes me laugh when you say cold DM. I don't know. Why. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> you think it's a cold D? I don't. I. I mean, it could be cold BM. It would be DM. Do we? I mean, it just it just BM, makes me laugh. Bowel movement. Yeah, it's cold out. Oh, you know. Those are those are slow and painful. I've had to shit in the woods. I mean, it's cold out. You know, you're hunting. It's cold out there. I mean, I don't know. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. the The cold DM is like the worst way to sell anybody anything, and it's like they've completely they're they're either preying on the absolute desperate. That's exactly what they're doing. Or they've completely forgotten every rule in sales ever. Well, it's it's the new telemarketing. Like you remember when we were kids? Oh yeah. At five o'clock, the phone would ring and. Mom or dad would pick it up and be like, hello? Yeah. Oh, uh, please take me off your list. Stop calling me during dinner, you mother... (laughs) You know, I mean, it's it's the new dinner time phone call. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And it it infuriates people. And it's only a matter of time before (laughs) people lose it again. And what's even worse (laughs) is when people are using either AI or virtual assistants to, to try to do their sales for them. Yeah, bots. They're because probably bots. Some of it might be bots. Some of it might be poor English speaking virtual assistants. Um, which virtual assistants is a weird thing anyway. Like I don't know why they call them virtual assistants because they're real people. Like they're not virtual at all. Well, it's, now they they're can't. assisting you from the other side of the, like a lot of them come yeah. from the Philippines, so it's all through the internet. But yeah. I mean, shit. Half <laughs> my half my communication with Austin's through the internet. That doesn't make him my virtual videographer. You know no, what I mean? But maybe we should work that way. Like, <laughs> like she's doing like we have a virtual assistant here and and she's doing like real tangible work. She is flat knocking some shit out for us and it's freaking awesome. But I just have a hard time calling her a virtual assistant. It's more like she's just your assistant. assistant. Yeah, she's just yeah, your assistant. It's weird. But so these cold DMs, you'll get them and and it seems like you're talking to the chat bot on a website. Hi, how can I help you today? Now, yeah. you, know, you know how the chatbot conversation goes. I love how you have a specific voice for the chatbot that doesn't talk to you. Like, so all the little oh, chatbots, yeah. you just read them. Yeah. Like, I've never Everyone's clicked got a it. voice in their head for what that bot <laughs> sounds a, like. That, okay, for, so from now on, that's what I'm going to picture so when it comes on. <laughs> here's, here's a funny story. Uh, back when GPSs were not on your phone yet, <laughs> back when GPS was like, you got like a Garmin Nuvi or a, a TomTom. Oh, yeah. And it was suction cupped to yeah. your windshield, right? Hey, Tom Tom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Dum Dum. <laughs> so I had a Garmin Nuvi, and it was like the fanciest one ever. So um, 
I programmed it. For one, you could change the shape of your car, which was cool. So I had like a monster truck, which was bigger than the road you were driving on. But then... I think I know where you're going with I this. programmed the voice oh, hot to be a smoking hot Australian chick. Oh, no English. Okay. Australian's okay, too. Australian's okay. That's pretty much the same accent. And... Uh, I, I mean, I had it that way for like so long that I kind of got used to it. Yeah. Top. And then my wife gets in the car and like I moved the GPS to my personal car. I was using it for work. I moved the GPS to my personal car <laughs> and we use it to go on a travel trip somewhere. And I mean, the very first direction it spits out, Danielle looks at me and she's like, <laughs> really? And, and you like, said, yeah. Do you think you could pick that accent up and yeah. talk like that while we're on vacation? Yeah. I said, <laughs> I'm like, what? It's kind of nice to be told what to do by a hot Australian chick all day long. And she's like, how do you know she's hot? <laughs> I'm like, trust me, babe. I made her up. She's, I know how hot she's she is. Hot. <laughs> I know what she looks like. Yeah. Nowadays, GPS is boring. Now it's like annoying. And, and you're like, we've had this talk. You, know, you turn I, if possible. Yeah, we've had this talk. I don't like you love the GPS and have the GPS and use the. I don't have GPS. I don't put my phone up. I know where I'm going. It's not hard. Like, yeah. I've lived here my whole life. I know where everything's at. I don't need fucking GPS to tell me how to get down to the price chopper on 7 Highway. No, I know I mean, how to get there. I don't use it to, for around town, but I definitely use it for every customer's address ever. So, it I, saves a lot of time. Nope. And it lets me veg out on other things while it must the GPS be my, is getting me there. So, what I used to do is I would type their address in. MapQuest. Go- no, into Google Maps. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, but into Google Maps, and I would just, you know, go to it, and then I would zoom out, and I'd go, oh, okay, I know where that's at, and then I'd just set my phone. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't need it to tell me, in 27 feet, take a right-hand turn. Right. Your house is on the left. Yeah, no shit, bitch. I can read the addresses. The numbers are on the house. Yeah. That's how addresses work it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> like i know where it, i know what southeast means i know that hey for everyone that's young like when you see a street sign and it says 1900 hey that's where the house numbers are in the 1900 block right hello it's not hard kids these days i'm telling you we've deviated a long way from uh, austin quit making dms austin quit making eye contact with me yeah. i don't know if I, he took that personal or <laughs> <laughs> like he's looking at me and he's just looking at the ground no his mind's blown right now and he's going no shit oh hell <laughs> 1900 block yeah shit so anyway the, these cold dms <laughs> like when you're austin. reading them it sounds like that poorly archi- architected like chat bot that you get on emails it's like like if you've ever tried to chat bot with like a cell phone company. Oh yeah, those are worse. The worst. And every freaking sentence starts with some form of apology. Like, I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. Let me look into this issue for me. And then they'll say like, try hitting this button. Does it fix the issue? No. I'm so sorry this is still <laughs> continuing. To, like, like, it's like, oh my God, just fix the, like, I don't care how sorry you are. Just fix the issue. Right. So some oh, of them good. are poorly worded messages from that where you can tell they have some sort of bot or virtual assistant trying to sell you something. Well, that ain't going to work either. No. Uh, but like there's there's <clears throat> one girl that, that every time she comments or she all she does is just troll all these big groups. She, she works for a sales training organization and the sales training organization is actually pretty cool. The problem is she puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth because she's just like spamming people. Yeah. And, and what's really funny is 
she's like you know how there's like texting etiquette um and some of it's like unspoken right in other words when you send somebody a text there is no expectation that they're going to get back to you anytime soon no however if somebody texts you right now there is a, a little bit of an expectation that they might be able to text you right back if you reply right now yeah right because they're holding like, our phone probably right they're holding like they literally just sent you a text right yeah well this one person she'll cold dm you oh my gosh i saw your com your reply to my comment or your, your your comment on my post about your biggest pain point in business i can help you with that and blah 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 oh yeah how and then it'll be five hours before you hear back from them <laughs> ghost oh my gosh tell me a little bit more about that pain point and i'll tell you how we can help Oh, well, actually, we're just, you know, struggling in this area, in this area, in this area. Like, right back, right? Five hours later, here comes some other random reply. And it's like... Yeah, that's got to be a bot. It's either a bot or, like, it's just a message that I don't have your attention. And so whatever you're trying to sell me, I could care less about because you don't care about your potential prospect. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, let's talk about it. You know, when we talk about salesmanship, like, that's what we preach all the time is authenticity yeah we just went over this in the trade wins videos we training videos yeah training videos on saturday the number one thing that people care about is authenticity yeah if you're one of these people that's just on the internet oh hey buy my stuff hey you know you're sending cold dms it's not authentic no you're i mean even if even if you're successful i mean you i can't imagine people making more than like two percent for you know, so for every hundred, they're getting maybe one or two. Say, I just, I can't imagine that being more effective than being a genuine person on the internet and getting uh, genuine leads from people by just being yourself and being real and being authentic. Right. So if you know, this is really for our listeners. If you are one of those people that's doing that, stop. Focus your time on authentic posts. And being an authentic salesman and being a real person right. and not being fake. Here's here's all it takes to sell somebody anything. Complete for, for one, you have to have something they need. Okay? So <clears throat> how do you even understand if they need your product? Well, you have to learn about them. You have to learn about what makes them tick. You have to learn about what they're successful at. And you have to learn about where they're struggling. And then... Your product has to fit in with where they need help with. And then it's just a matter of know, like, and trust. They have to feel like they know you. They have to feel like they like you. And they have to feel like they trust you. A cold DM does neither of those three. No. They don't know you. You, you just DM'd them out of the blue. They don't like you because here they were commenting on some post that, and then all of a sudden here's a sales pitch out of nowhere that already puts a bad taste in your mouth. Right. And then, like in the case of this one girl, you take five hours to get back on every single text they ever send. They don't trust you. There's a lack of trust there. Yeah. So You're out immediately. Yeah. People are out. So in those cases, you might not have a sellable product. If I were in those positions, I would be looking at, I would probably be looking at a different job. To be honest with you. <laughs> However, if I was forced to be in that position, I would be investing myself in people. 
I would be learning about what their issues are. I would be learning about how long, and it's not just these little one, one question. How long have you been in business? Oh, well, I can help you sell that. Or I can help you fix that. Yeah, no. Right? It's not these, like, you got to be learning. How did you start your business? How long have you been in business? How long did you think about starting a business before you started it? What are the struggles that you thought were going to be a big deal and turned out not to be? What yeah. were the struggles that you didn't even think of that turned out to be huge? Like, learn as much as you can about these people. And then you're still not even guaranteed a sale. And then at that point, you have to sit back and look, do they need my product, right? Like, in her case, she sells us, it's a sales training organization. Well, some people have issues that aren't related to sales. Some people have fulfillment issues. Yeah. Some people have internet marketing issues. Some people have apps issues. It's not sales, right? So your your solution doesn't apply to a lot of people. Yeah. Here's where it gets better. You can let them know that, like, for one, you might be able to put them in contact with somebody who might be able to help them. But then now that you've built a relationship with them and they know you and they like you and they trust you because you didn't try to pitch them on your product that they don't need, you can then let them know like what you do and what your product is. And you can say, hey, we do this. It doesn't sound like you would benefit from it, but you seem pretty connected into the industry. If you know of anybody that's looking for sales training, I would really appreciate it if you point them my way. And guess what? Now you're actually going to get a real lead that comes with like a referral that already elevates the no like, and trust factor. Well, and not only that, they, they will file that away in the back of their brain or wherever, or maybe they'll actually make a note of it. Hey, you know what, man, I was talking to this guy the other day about, you know, we're hiring two more. I could use that sales training right. program. Right. Maybe I'll hit him up and see what he says or, or she says. Or like for me, somebody hits me up. Hey, who's a good sales trainer, right? Like we don't do sales training. Yeah. So, I mean, we do in-house, but like I don't, it's not something I would sell to somebody. And so if somebody, yet. Hit, <laughs> yeah, if somebody hit me up and said, hey, who's a good sales trainer? Like I can already think of two or three right off the top of my head that I would send them to. Yeah. Um, I think of one all the time. Like I love this dude. Like I would love to go hang out with him. Uh, he's got some damn good shit that he posts online. Like it's awesome. And this is just the free shit that he posts online. And it's awesome. Like, I can only imagine how good his paid stuff is. So, um, you know, those guys have figured it out. They're adding value and adding value and adding value. And then they take. It's like a, it's like a 10 to 1 ratio. You have to add value nine times for every one time you take value, right? Yeah. You got to pour into nine people for one person to buy from you. Um, or 10 people for one to buy. I got I, I knew what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> so nine people you pour into will be unsuccessful. But... Every person that tells you no is one-ninth closer to a yes. Right? That's right. So it's, it's just the wrong way to go about it. And, and we're, you know, we don't see it like we're talking about it here on the show because it's more of a PSA. Like if you've newly started your business, there are algorithms out there that point things to you that will distract you greatly. Um, a prime example of that. If you have newly started an in-home service business, you will start one year into business, you will start receiving junk mail at your business address that's offering to buy your company. Something about the algorithms of how all of that works, there are companies out there that know you are one year into business 
and they're already offering to buy your company. Yeah, that's, and that stuff's everywhere. It is. It is <clears> everywhere. <throat> but here's what's funny is if you ignore all of that stuff, it goes away at about 18 months. It, it comes in at about month eight, probably. And then it stays for about another 10 months and then it just disappears. Yeah. And what they're doing, they're preying on people that maybe they got into, like, it seems to be that eight month eight to month 18 <clears throat> is like that make or break moment where people are like ready to go all in or ready to throw their hands up and just yeah. toss it, right? And so it seems like they're, they're preying on those people that maybe got in over their heads and they're going to give them some dirt ball low offer yeah. to like buy their assets. There's lots of different stuff like that. So like when you first, like if you go online and file an LLC in the first month, all you, you get tons of junk mail. That's like, make sure your business is in good standing, get a good uh, standing business letter for eighty nine ninety five. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. And then like you'll get, I don't know, five, six, eight of those things. And then like you said, at, at one year, Oh, now you're getting this. I, I like it. Like, it seems like at two years, you start getting investment stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, are you investing your profits wisely? Are you, uh, do you have retirement set up for your employees? It's like all of these little, like these deal, like for trade wins, I literally got stuff for like the first month. Yeah. And I had forgot. I was like, oh man, I totally forgot. Janine's like, hey, don't you have to pay this? So, Don't you have to do this? To, like, no. They're just, they're out there preying on people all the time, trying to get a nickel here and a dime there. So it doesn't just come from that. Like, cold DMs can still come from mail, too, right? So literally yeah. today, I took a photo of this today. I'm posting it on the Void Facebook page tonight, a, a picture of this. So I got a letter in the mail, and it's folded in three parts. And so when you open it, all you see is... It's got my ad my business address and all that stuff on there. The letter came from Domain Systems USA. And it says, "Please make make checks payable to Domain Systems USA. Listing type: annual domain callsmedley.com, which is our website. Amount due: $249." Yeah. Okay? Well, then you open up the whole letter and so you start reading it from top down. Date of notice: March 1st, 2023. Domain callsmedley.com some random code that probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, verified domain listing, 30-day notice. Listing status expired. Yeah. Domain information, callsmedley.com. Registrar is godaddy.com LLC, which is where we have our domain yeah. registered. Um, and then it's got some more random codes that probably don't mean anything. Um, business information, and it's got our business address. Types of services, annual website domain listing, $249. Total renewal term, $249. Okay. This looks as if it's, oh, I need to pay them $249 to yeah. keep my domain running. Yeah. Well, I know it's not because I it's through GoDaddy. Yeah. Right? So then. I love it. This website <laughs> listing offer is provided to leading websites throughout. This is in tiny print. Leading websites throughout the United States to enhance their website exposure and expose them to new customers throughout our directory. We are not a domain register, and we do not register or renew domain names. Yeah. It says it right on it's there complete in tiny bullsh- print. It's complete bullshit. <laughs> but how many people fall for this bullshit, and they send these people a check for a lot. 249 a lot. thinking yeah. that their domains were retired, yeah. like, you know, expiring? Yeah, a lot. 
So there are so many cold, sleazy-ass ways to try to make a buck that, like, at any time you receive a bill in the mail, and this even goes for IRS bills, Anytime you receive a bill in the mail or anytime you receive some kind of offer, stop and think, mm, is, or, this, is yeah. this legit? Or read it. Actually think about it. Read through the whole thing and be like, okay, I see what's happening. Right. Like, th- this isn't Just like offer. the credit card companies going, here's your card. Yeah. Pre-approved. <laughs> all, all you have to do is make a purchase on it to activate it, right? Like, yeah. this this isn't even that. Like, this that's a... <clears throat> that's probably like i'm no lawyer there that's probably illegal oh i guarantee it is right there's probably something there yeah. that says you're impersonating someone yeah. or you're impersonating something mail the check to costa rica <laughs> yeah, where is it i don't know i guarantee um, it's somewhere in there Mel- melville new york oh you know what uh what was that guy that said something the other day uh, messaged us from the east coast from washington and I was, he said, I talk a lot of shit on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, so we got it. We hey, guess it. what? There's another reason to talk <laughs> shit on the East Coast, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Bunch a, of scam artists, turds out I, there. I don't know if it came through the messenger or through our email. I can't somebody, remember the guy's name. Somebody messaged in and they were like, yeah, I'm on the East Coast and I still listen, even though David talks a lot of shit on the coastal <laughs> cities. <laughs> I don't remember oh, what that guy's name was. I can't remember either. Oh, uh, but but ultimately, so it, don't don't ever think you're going to make a sale through a cold DM. And when somebody cold DMs you out of the blue, pause and have pause for do, do they have their best interest at heart or do they have your best interest at heart? Because that's the differentiating factor be- between somebody who's going to help your business and somebody who is just looking for your money. So. You, you need to check both of those boxes. Do do they, like, check one or the other. Do they have their best interest at heart or yours? And then from that point on, you can roll from there. So I only do people that have my best interest at heart. And in a lot of them, I have initiated the contact on. So that's another thing, too. If they are initiating the contact, there's already a f- probably a 75% chance I'm saying no. Yeah. If I initiate the contact, I still might say no, but at least I know that it was. It's kind of like when the when you get those like junk mails, right? Yeah. The the spoof <laughs> junk mails. Click on this link to fix your Netflix account. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, it, click it, on it. Eighteen thousand viruses. Well, <laughs> it's it's like some weird domain name that has the word Netflix in it, but is not actually Netflix. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, it, it'll be something like, you know, a Netflix with an A in front of it. And it you think it's Netflix, but it's not. Or, or something like that. Like, in those cases, like whenever I get those kind of spam mails in, I do my due diligence. I'll go to my own Netflix account on my own accord, not through their link, and make sure yeah. I'm in good standing. Yeah. So that's how you get scammed. It's the same scams that rip off elderly all the time. Yeah. That guy's so. name was Jimmy. It's either Jimmy Bash or Jenny Jimmy Bach. It was B A C H E. Ah. 
Bache. So Jimmy, name, name dropped. So, so if Jimmy, you, if you're listening, another <laughs> another reason, another reason to hate the East Coast, buddy. I'm just kidding. It. I'm just kidding. I'll be. So he offered me a beer. I'll, I, he yeah, said, he said he, if we go to Washington. Yeah, he's like, if you guys are ever in the D.C. area, yeah, he I'll seemed, buy you a beer. He well, seems like a nice guy. I'm like, I'll be in the D.C. area this summer. I'm going on a one week trip with my eighth grader, who will be a ninth grader. Where's my beer, bro? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I told him I'm like, although it's a school sponsored trip, I'm pretty sure they would frown upon me drinking a beer i'm sure so, once you hit the hotel room it's you're on your own have, have i told you about this i don't want to hear about it oh it's wild they told you you couldn't go no 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 <laughs> it is like a fully uh like they they got security guards oh really yeah they probably have to so 2023 like they get all the they got all the rooms in a room block in a hallway and you're there's a security guard that is assigned to the hallway oh really every for every room even the adults. So, like, you can't sneak out and go get a beer? They're like, no, sir, you have I to mean, stay in your room? Well, so I can't room with my son. <laughs> Thank God. I'll have, to, I'll have to share a room probably with another adult, Ugh. I would assume. But, Can you pay extra and just get your own room? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, the, like, I don't mind. Um, I'm... I, 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 I mind. Unless they need, like, a CPAP machine I, or something. I mind. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> it's not like... It's not, do you remember that when we went to Niagara Falls... In high school? Yeah. It's not like then. They just, they like throw you out at the falls and say, don't drown. Yeah. Just yeah. see it. Be back don't here. Fall off. Be back, back here at three. Yeah. So what's yeah. the, what's the header on the story? Just so it makes sense in the short. It's not just like, I'm staying with my son in a hotel. Going to Washington, <laughs> D.C. Oh, so, yeah, like. Hey, speaking of breaking the line of, you know, back and forth. I'm yeah. helping. I want to make a short of this. Well, okay, Austin's, so, here. So Austin's here, everyone. On this, on this trip. <laughs> Uh, from the moment you meet, I think you meet at the airport. I don't think they include airport transportation. So I think you meet at the airport. From the moment you meet at the airport, you are assigned a security guard and they are with you 24-7 until you're done. And this is like a seven-day trip. Who's fucking paying for that? The uh, the trip cost pays for it. You know how much that security guard is? You know how much his trip costs? Does he get to go on take a gun on the plane? I wish. So he's not even security. He's I, just a I mean, dude. He's just a dude. His name is Paul Blart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he goes for the face. He's hit. got his Segway stored in the overhead bin. <laughs> but, oh, my God. But they make sure that no kids are getting out of the rooms and all of that stuff. They have the entire trip planned, like every stop, every everything. The kids don't even need spending money. Like, they can take it for, like, souvenirs if they want. How? That sounds but, like, like the most meals are paid for trip Ever. Oh, no, it's pretty cool because it's like all... Oh, no, it's pretty cool. No. It's like all figured out. Like, you don't have to decide, like, what do I want to see? Like, it's already decided for you. I don't... I want to decide what I want to see. On a family trip, maybe, but for a school trip... I'm out. Sounds like one of those sci-fi movies where it's like all-inclusive, like you have a little wristband. Yeah. I want a mocha today. Boop, boop. I get my mocha. (laughs) He's never been to Mexico because that's how it is. Yeah, that's exactly what you put You put that wristband on and you go to the counter and you say, I want eight shots of tequila. And the guy (laughs) goes, uh... And you hold your band up, and he goes, there you go, amigo. (laughs) And he gives you a tray of eight shots, and you're on. see ya. He he goes, I can only give you four. And then you look at the random guy behind you, and you're like, he's with me. And and the guy kind of knows the code, so he's like, yeah. So, okay, here's eight. (laughs) Uh, That was the best. Get up and go down to the, uh, like an uh, I was maxing that out when it was just me and Danielle down there. Yeah. I'm like, I need four drinks. Uh, It's just you. My wife's on the beach. Dude, we went. 
when we were in Cabo and we met two couples that were from Kansas City. It was oh, not a fly and swap, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that shit? It was not a fly and swap. He's trying to give me... When we were in Cabo, we met two couples so we get and all he's drunk. trying to give... I, now I know where he got we the idea get for all the fly drunk. and swap. We go to... Uh, I don't remember where we went. We went to the old downtown and drunker than hell we get back and they're like, well, just come up because they had a... They went together. They all went to college together. So they had like a big suite that had oh, its own bedrooms. They're like, we'll just come up through and we'll order food. So Erin just gets on the phone and she's like, I want eight fajitas and I want four tacos and I want a nacho plate. And the guy's like, is this just for you? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, there's six of us up here. And he's okay. And just, I mean, they roll in like three carts yeah. of food. I here mean, it comes. You could have fed 20 people with the food she ordered. And they're yep. like, okay, see you later. You tip five bucks. What are they on down the road? What they do they go. call those? Si- is it sides for the table or whatever? Like, like some restaurants you go to, like when you order a side of mashed potatoes, it's something. not it's not a single serving of mashed potatoes. All a cart. No, not family all a cart. style. It's like pass arounds. Yeah, something. It's something like, it's like that. Family style. Like if you order a thing of mashed potatoes, it's like a ten dollar side, but it's it's because Enough it's for, like for everybody people. at the table. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, family size. Yeah. Pretty wild. Oh, That's man. how those resorts are sometimes. Yeah, they're awesome. Yep. Those resorts are awesome. I don't want to go back. I was I was just there like three weeks ago, and I want to go back. Cabo next time, dude. Take your clubs. <sighs> Why? It's nicer than Cancun. I know. I've just figured out Cancun. It's easy. Figured out Cancun. Fast. Get on the bus. Bus takes you to resort. Oh, God, no. Not not that bus. <laughs> like the, the private resort bus. No, it's like I, a van. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even do that. Oh, I do that. It, that it don't costs you two me. hours. They go straight there. They no, go, no, it's they go the straight there after they pitch you a timeshare while you're waiting no, for the bus. Not so we. It's been a minute since you've been. So when you get when you go through, yes, there's the tunnel of bullshit that you have yeah, to yeah, get yeah, through. Yeah. Well, you already have your car. Yeah, I know. Outside, well, it's usually a van, and there's like six other families that are going to the same resort you are that you've all pitched in and paid for. Not now. That's how we did it. Now all of those buses are run by timeshare salespeople. And while you're waiting on your bus, they use it as leverage to pitch you their timeshare opportunity and sign you up for it right then. I've never had to wait to get on the bus. Now you do. They always we didn't like have you to walk wait last out, summer, but like we you did wait, it. you walk out and they just got a sign that says Hilton on it. Yeah. You're like, that's me. And you get in and fucking you're gone. Right. No, these are like, Ugh. yeah. So I told you Mexico's from, getting weird. From now on, Danielle and I have decided deadly. like we don't care about the free hotel transport to from the airport to the hotel. Oh, it's not free. Oh, like when you do like your all-inclusive trips, a lot of times they lure oh, you in with, we it's included. To, oh, no, we always had to pay for one. A it taxi is $35. Like, I'll just pay $35 and get a taxi from the airport to the hotel, and it's just yeah. me and Danielle, and, and it's they, and instant. Ho- and hope the guy drives you to the hotel and not to the backwoods. I'm willing to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to save fucking 50 bucks. Uh, okay, that's enough. Right. We're, we have derailed the train today. What else do you want to talk we're, about? We're a loose show today. That's okay. Uh, so topic she said. three is cut said. it out. So uh, I contemplated on if I was going to talk about this or not. Um, I made a post last week about it on my social media. and Just bring I, it up. Just, I, I think I've decided just, we just need to talk about it, it to benefit our listeners, right? So um, let me come on. How do I get back to what the hell? My phone's like locked up. It won't. There we go. iPhones suck. They're awful. They suck. Oh, I can't figure out the Samsung. No, I hate them all. So if you're listening to the podcast, just double tap on that right side <laughs> of the screen. What's that do? On the YouTube. Skips forward 15 right. seconds. Yeah. 
Actually, well, no, viewers if you're watching this on YouTube on an iPhone, you're watching it through about 17 different <clears throat> shards of screen because they're broken. iPhone 7. Dropped it a thousand times. Look at that cord. <laughs> this is the cord I leave at your house. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen an iPhone cord that looks like it's not just a big, hagged-out piece of shit. That's an old cord, man. That's, that is an old cord. Yeah. Okay, so I want to read, for, for those that don't follow me on Facebook, I want to read the, the post that I made. Dude, that thing is like eight paragraphs. It's, it's not Just too, summarize. It's not too long. Just summarize what it said. Uh, I never thought I'd rec- receive ridicule for helping others achieve what they're capable of. So far, I've donated over 250 hours of my personal and family time, and I've also applied substantial financial personal resources towards something the world needs. Uh, and that is referring to this podcast and then trade wins that we are... Uh, starting up this week people yeah this week if you're listening to this show you may have already received a phone call from us it's possible if not it's coming soon yeah uh a funny thing happens when you fire up an avenue that lets your thoughts be heard by the world and lets you have open and candid conversations about business and about life those who agree with you will remain fairly silent while those who disagree with you will get very loud you'll be surprised who become the loud ones too uh i didn't know what to think at first Come on now. Uh, I didn't know what to think at first. I wanted to get upset, but that didn't thing, seem like the right thing to do. After some thought, I decided that their ridicule is their issue. It's likely coming from some insecurities in their lives, and it has nothing to do with what we are doing. Their assumptions that they are making are an audible example of the fears that they are allowing them to hold themselves back. Uh, My takeaway from this whole thing is that other people who don't have your insight and your vision will only do two things. They they can't, er, I'm sorry, other people don't have your insight and your vision. Without those two things, they can't see the possibilities you see, and so they'll likely distract you from your goals. Nobody knows your plans better than you, so don't allow your course to be altered by those who lack your vision. If I had to guess, I would say there are thousands of dreams that die every day because the visionary allows somebody with less inspiration to squash their dreams. So where this all stems from, and uh, like I say, I had reservations about even talking about it. Oh, he's about to get crushed in real life. Is there not a word count on Facebook posts? No. 2,500. 2,500. Yeah. Have you not read any of my Facebook posts? I, just I rarely make short posts. I don't remember it being that long, though. Like It, it felt like we were, we were reading that for like 26 minutes. Yeah. It was That's 30, all the gummies was, you had before this it was show. 30 seconds. Time's passing really slow. Yeah, it's 30, it was 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay, on with um, it. So, uh, essentially, my, my son, every, every spring break, my son likes to go to my in-law's farm. And uh, my son's now, like he turns 14 here in a couple of weeks um and so he's starting to figure things out a little bit and he wanted to go spend his spring break at the in-laws farm and so my wife took him out there and he was having fun out there well wednesday we get a text from my son asking to come home early like he's not supposed to come home till saturday or sunday a lot of times we're having to like tell him like no dude you can't stay till sunday like yeah you got to get home we gotta like pry him out of there right so we get a text from him on Tuesday asking to come home. And so my wife goes out there on Wednesday to pick him up. And he comes home, and he gives me a big, giant hug, which he's a 14-year-old boy. like So that's not the most common thing ever. And then he looks at me, and he says, Dad, don't ever change. 
And I'm like, oh boy, he's got something <laughs> on his mind. Oh shit. So we go out in the garage and Knocked start. Knocked her up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> Uh, so we go out in the garage and start tinkering on a car or something in, in, you know, start talking. And he starts telling me about some of the stuff that was happening out at the farm. And, uh, he makes a couple of comments where he's, he's starting to figure out where he's starting to kind of figure out who grandpa and grandma are. And grandpa and grandma are not bad people. Uh, I want to make sure I say that they're, they're not bad people. They think differently than I do. They have different goals. They have different aspirations. They have different viewpoints than I do. They're starkly different. Um, Grandpa and Grandma and I don't get along all that well because our viewpoints are so dramatically different. And again, I'm not a bad person. They're not a bad person. We just, like, if it wasn't for our mutual interest in my wife, their daughter, uh, we probably, like, we would never be friends, right? And so he starts telling me about some of the stories and everything. And, and there was something that happened after some of those stories. He said that they were trying to convince him that the, some of the stuff that we talk about on this show might lead me into getting sued. And then they kind of went into what it's like to get sued and what it's like to have like your life ruined because of a lawsuit. And essentially, they were basically telling that telling mason that his dad is not doing things right right well keep in mind they've never once asked uh, and and then they made a few comments about how like they could never work for me because i boss people around and i'm so bossy and well they were just bad mouthing you to your son yeah right essentially saying hey he shouldn't do that Right. You know, he can't do that. People aren't allowed to do that. And even if that's not bad-mouthing, they're still demeaning your character and what you're doing. Exactly. You know, and that's not their place to say anything. You know right. what I mean? Right. That's If they actually had a real problem with it, they should have come to you and said, hey, do you really think... But that's not how they are, because... Right. It's, it's just not in their character, right? And so... It's, to be honest, it's kind of... It's like the chicken shit way to do something. It, it totally and, is. And, and, it and not just in, and not in this scenario, in every in scenario. In any scenario, it, right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Mason knows. Like, he's standing there having to listen to that. And, and he wanted to come home early. Yeah. Because it obviously offended him. Or right. it didn't, maybe it didn't offend him, but maybe he just realized, this is not the person I am well, or, and, or the and, type of person I want to be. And he knows I mean, from there's the other no tell, There's no like telling he, how he felt. He sees how much I care for all of our employees. He sees how much I care about the level of service we provide. He sees how much I break my back in nights and weekends to crunch numbers and, and finalize books and and do this show and do this show and and he sees exactly Every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> he sees how much I apply yeah. towards it, right? And so what's the wild thing is they've made all these assumptions. Uh, I don't know if they listen to this show or not. If they do, then they're going to really love this episode. Um, if they don't, then they're only gathering this information from the short little shorts that we put on Facebook. Yeah. The little Facebook reels and stuff. But they've never once asked me, how do we run our business? They've never once asked me how many people have left our organization. They've never once asked, you know, how do we treat our customers? So they're making all of these assumptions without ever having any knowledge of what we do, right? And, and the facts are, we, we've only had two people ever leave our organization. Um, one was terminated and one quit, but it was kind of a designed quitting. Like they, they were not a good cultural fit. 
And so kind of the writing was on the wall that if they didn't quit, they were probably going to be terminated. And so they just kind of quit on their own. Um, those are the only two people that have ever left our organization. Everyone else stays here and they love it because we bend over backwards for everybody, right? Uh, we only have two one-star reviews out of like five, we're knocking on the door of like 550 Google reviews. We still have a, a 5.0 rating, right? So you, you can't say that all I do is boss people around and I talk down to people when all, like everything is the opposite of that, right? Now, do I speak truth? Am I, am I stern? Am I quick to tell you the news that you need to hear regardless of whether you want to hear it or not? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm in that way because I just don't have the time to dilly-dally. But like the proof is in the pudding and our Google reviews are there and our customer, like our internal customer, our employee reviews are there. So it's like Mason saw all of that and then decided, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't like being in a situation where somebody is talking bad about my dad who he knows he's bending over backwards for. Right? Yeah, and and we're not bringing this up as a like a bash or you know whatever. We want to talk about how to deal with those type of people and those situations. Yeah. Like, and we have talked about that in, I don't remember if it's episode five, one of the f- first nine where we really talk about you know, how to set up your business, how to set up your, your personal life. You know, Mitch talks about in one of them, you know, if, if you want to be the fifth millionaire in the group of five, yeah, hang around those millionaires. You, you are the sum of your five yeah, friends. If, so if, if you hang out with five druggies, you're going to be the the sixth. Yeah, If you right. hang out with five millionaires, you're going to be the That's sixth. That's right. My wife sent me this. I told you I was going to read this. She sent me this saying today, and I don't know what it is, but it was, it's basically if you are standing in the center of, um, of a circle of your friends and you look out and you don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle. You have a cage. It's like oh, the same good. thing. Yeah. That's she said, she sent it to me. She was like, Hey, what do you think about this? She's like, isn't this like right up your alley? I was like, it's a hundred percent up our alley. Yeah. You know, we talk about, and then you brought this up. You wanted to talk about it. I thought it was perfect. You know, you just, it's amazing how even people that are close to you can hold you back even if they don't know they're doing it or right. if they're not doing it on purpose, but you have to be able to step outside of yourself. I say that all the time and look around and decide, do I need to cut these people loose? Right. Or do I just need to figure out a way to deal with it? In yep. Mitch's case, he is going to just figure out a way to deal with it because it's close family and he cares about those people. Those people are important to his kids and his wife, you know, but sometimes if it's a group of friends that you used to hang out with and they're still wanting to go to the bars every night and they're wanting to tell you you're a pussy because you're going to bed at 930 because you've got to be up at six because you're really making a difference in making your business run, it might be time to cut people loose. Right. I mean, you just, it's, it's funny, we just talked about this on Trade Wins on Saturdays. You just, you have to grow up sometimes. Yep. And when you're a grown up, this is so stupid. I'm 41 years old and I'm saying this to myself. When you're a grown-up, you have to make hard decisions. I feel like, especially in our day and age, people are wanting to hang on to their youth too long. They're wanting to, you know, just run around and be crazy and not be responsible. And people are having kids late and they're doing all this different stuff. You have to grow up. Right. You have to learn how to cut people loose. You have to learn to deal with hard situations 
And this is going to happen to probably a lot more people than we realize, it, you know, that are, that are trying to, it is hard to break the mold of your family unit unit that's been being held down for so long, or this is just who we are. We can't get forward. If you're the person trying to break that mold, it could be extremely difficult for you mentally. You know, I mean, it takes a lot of guts to stand in front of your family and go, no, you're wrong. Right. I'm doing this instead. Right. Especially if you're from a very strong family. Like, I feel like I'm from a strong family, but, you know, my upbringing was kind of broken here and there. So it was easy for me to just be like, no, I'm doing whatever the hell I want. I don't care. But if you're in one of those kind of controlling families, we do this all the time together. We do this. We're in a family business. We do this. It could be extremely difficult for you to be like, nope, I'm going out on my own and I'm changing our family tree right now. Right. I may, it, it is up to me. I'm going to do it. Right. I mean, any any advice, the, Mitch, about so, you know how to handle those situations? First, I, I want to say there is literally nobody in your life you can't cut loose. Not a single person. Not a parent. Not a sibling. Not a spouse. Okay? Um, that's a fact. That's a reality. Right? Now... Those are the three scariest ones to cut loose. Those are the three most impactful, the most difficult, right? Parents, siblings, and spouses. However, um, I, I have this rule that I live by where I will only allow people in my close circle that are benefiting me in a positive way and that I can return the favor, right? You build me up, I build you up. And there's a lot of times where I have people in my life that are building me up and I'm struggling to find ways to build them up. But the intent is there. I'm trying, right? As I, you know, same thing as you're, if you want to be a millionaire, hang out with five and you'll become the sixth, right? Well, if you're not anywhere near a millionaire and you luck into, I don't want to say luck into, you work your way into hanging out with five millionaires, if you're not adding value to them in some way, shape, or form, they're going to cut you loose, right? So you got to find a way to, when you get in those rooms of that, that seem like you don't belong there, you got to find a way to keep adding value, right? So there's not anybody that you can't cut loose. Once you realize that, everything gets a little bit easier. Um, you know, if if my wife wasn't on board with what we were trying to do here, I could cut her loose, right? If my parents weren't on board with what we're trying to do here, I could cut them loose. Like, those things are, like, they're realistic possibilities. Now, I'm lucky. Uh, My wife is on board. Uh, My parents are on board, right? Now, Grandma and Grandpa, on the other hand, on that side, aren't. And that's fine. Um, I... In that particular case, I do have it a little bit easy because um, we haven't had the best of relationships like literally ever since Daniel and I have been married. And so it's it's not hard for me to cut those guys loose out there at all. Here's where it gets hard, though, is up until this week, Mason adored them. And so it's, it's it was this weird dichotomy where I'm like, I don't like them, but my son does. And I don't want to stomp on what my son gets out of him. So I'm sending my son out there knowing that I don't like him, 
but also hoping that I've done enough for my son to where if he figures out that he doesn't like them, then he can make the decision on his own type of thing, right? I haven't been feeding him full of anything or anything else. This is just like he sees how I operate and he sees how they operate. So um, ultimately, if you are trying to level up your life, you will have to face this decision. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You have friends that aren't rowing in the direction you're wanting to go. You will have to sever ties with them. And I don't want to I don't want to be soft about it. I don't want to be like you'll have to hang out with them a little less. No. You're going to sever ties cuz here's what's going to happen. You're going to say I'm going to hang out with them a little less and you're going to grow and you're going to develop and it's going to be 2 or 3 months since you've hung out with them. And you you're going to grow and you're going to develop and you're going to grow and you're going to develop and you're going to read a couple of books and you're going to you're going to listen to some inspirational stuff that makes you think about things in a different way. And you're going to literally become a different person over those two or three months. And then you're like, ah, it's been a while. Let's go hang out with the old pal, the old gang, right? You're going to get back around the old gang. And now you're going to see them in a whole different light. And you're not going to like who they still are because you're growing and changing. So you will sever ties with them. You think you can, like you think you can hang on to it, but you will. And so as you are growing and developing, it's a whole lot easier to have somebody with you to grow and develop with you. If that's a spouse, that's even better. Uh, I mean, there's no better person to have it be than a spouse. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, and we talk about that in the beginning, you know, I, I don't remember what episode it is in the first one through nine, but if your spouse isn't on board before you start, you got to figure that out right yeah. away. Okay. Yeah. Don't, <clears throat> don't jump out there on your own and pretend like you're just going to roll and they're going to be fine with it. Yep. Even if you know that they're going to be fine with it, you still have to like, this sounds so stupid. You still probably need to get verbal permission. Like, you know what I mean? You, it, if you both say to each other, we're in this together, it you'll be stronger no matter what. Right. No matter what happens, you'll be moving forward in the same direction. Yep. Okay, you'll, you will have a plan together. It's just like having a family budget or, you know, before you buy a car. It, it's the same thing. You, you're moving forward. Right. So don't let, you know, don't let what we've just said confuse you about that. But, you know, get that in order. And then later on, I mean, more than likely, it's not going to be your spouse. But there are going to be people that are, you know, throwing up bridges. And look... Sometimes when you go to those people that have been crushing you or, you know, just not intentionally crushing, you say, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't see how you could do that. But you just have to say then to them, hey, look, stop with the talk. I'm doing this. I would really like your support or blessing or whatever the hell you want to call it. I just, I don't need the negative stuff. Yeah. So either be okay with it or shut up. Right. You know? I mean, sometimes things can be that simple. Sometimes the worst things that happen, especially in relationships as people get older, is what they don't say to each other. Yeah. You know, they just hold on to it and hold on to it and hold on to it. Next thing you know, three years have gone by and you're like, oh shit, I hate that person. Because you didn't say anything three years ago. Right. You know? Right. I, I look at it like this. Uh, in the boat of life, you got three types of people on that boat. You've got rowers that are helping push the boat forward. You got passengers that are riding along, and you got anchors that are dragging that boat backwards. 
Well, if you are on the self-development journey or the <clears throat> entrepreneurship journey, you need to cut all the anchors out of your life, right? Yeah. You may have a spouse that maybe isn't quite on board, but isn't quite dragging you back either. Okay. They're passengers are okay. Passengers. You don't know how they're going to turn out yet. They're definitely not helping you move the event forward, but they're not dragging you back either. Okay. So first and foremost, cut the anchors, work on the passengers and support the rowers. Those are the three ways that you handle those three types of people in your life. Do you just think of that? Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Hey, trade. Hey, write trade wins on trade, that. We'll yeah. use that later. We'll use that in trade wins, right? Stuff, <laughs> but you know. But I mean, I, I kind of look at it like I mean, I was using a boat analogy. You could use any analogy. You could use. Are they helping you push the event forward? Are they neutral? Or are they dragging you back? Yeah. Uh, ultimately, that's what it is. Yeah. Get rid of everybody who's dragging you back. Right. So, in in the in the case of my in laws, they're dragging me back. They weren't necessarily dragging my kids back. So I cut them out. But I wasn't going to deprive my kids of my in-laws, right? Yeah. So they, they still want to go to the farm, and, and they adore the farm, and they love the farm and everything. Like, great, go. Have fun. It's kind of a, a weird position for me to be in. Nah, not but, really. I mean, it's just but ultimately, just it's being like, different. Yeah, I want you to go experience that. I want you to have fun. I want you to you know make your own decisions and everything else. So um, you know, I cut the anchors out of my life, but that doesn't, it's not my position to cut the anchors out of other people's lives. No. Like you have to make that decision for yourself. Right. Right. So, um, the other thing, if you're trying to have a hard, if you're having a hard time identify, you know, like it's pretty easy to identify the rowers. They're the ones that are texting you in the middle of the night. I got, I got one friend, uh, Erica Lucas. She owns Sandy's restaurant here in town. She will literally text my ass at 2 a.m. And because like she's got narcolepsy or not narcolepsy, what's it? insomnia, uh, the opposite of narcolepsy. She's got like insomnia or something and she's wow. up at 2 a.m. And she'll read some like two week old Facebook post or something. And she'll like literally text me and she'll be like, holy shit, that's amazing. I just saw your post about doing this. That's cool. Like, yeah. She's a rower. She's supporting. She's helping move in the right direction. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're having a hard time <clears throat> differentiating between is the person a passenger or are they an anchor? Here's the easiest way to tell. How do they talk about other people in front of you? Because how they talk about other people in front of you is how they talk about you to other people. So if you're around them and all they're doing is bitching and griping and complaining about other people 24-7, guess what they're doing about you when you're not there? Yeah. Bitching and griping and complaining. God, it's... And it is, I, I mean... Don't say anything, Austin, about our conversations about it Mitch. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it is a telltale sign of exactly who a person is. And I, I've become so hyper aware of this in other places. I, there's sometimes where I'll hang out in groups of friends and I go quiet because the group as a whole started kind of like bitching and griping and complaining about something. And I don't want to, I don't want to feed into it. Like bitching and griping and complaining to some extent. Hey, yeah, come is, on. That's like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Like to some see, that's my pastime. Kind of normal, right? I need something to do. Yeah, yeah, I need something to do. I need to fucking bitch about something. But, but if all they do, oh, if literally yeah. every time you hang out with them, they're complaining about the service they got at a restaurant, they're bitching about the driver, or they're complaining about the this, or they're they're griping about that. What do you think they're doing whenever you're not around? Yeah, you might be one of the gripees. Right. Like you're, you're the subject of the gripe to some extent. Yeah. You know, 
And so <clears throat> that is most definitely an anchor. That is most definitely somebody that's not pulling you in the right direction. They're pulling you in the wrong direction. That's right. So as you are navigating all of that, look at it. Rowers, passengers, anchors. Cut the anchors. Leave the rower or leave the passengers alone because they're not hurting anything at the moment. And then focus on the rowers. Spend more time with the rowers. Well, so said. Da- Danielle, Danielle <clears throat> knows my, uh, uh, you know, that I text back and forth with Erica all the time. And, and Danielle freaking loves it because. Because you're not bothering her. I'm not bothering Danielle. <laughs> she loves that Erica motivates me. She can sleep. Yeah. We're probably going to have Erica on, as a guest on the podcast. We here. haven't had any guests. I know. I know. You know, she's she's started a restaurant. She's getting ready to branch into another location here pretty soon, uh, expanding her restaurant. And so her and I have been chatting quite a bit, but we'll probably have her on the podcast here pretty soon. So she's got some damn good nuggets whenever it comes to, like, little blips of information or pieces of motivation. She, I mean... She's on it. The stuff that she spouts out, you're just like, hold on. Hold on. I... I I was listening, but I wasn't listening yeah. that closely. Like, I was, I was listening, but I wasn't listening. That's like m- me on the podcast sometimes. I'm listening to Mitch. What? Was he talking? Yeah. <laughs> what did I miss? So, yeah. Oh, my we'll God. We'll probably have her on pretty soon. But, um, yeah. So Wait, I, wait. Before you wrap up the show, yep. I want to give a quick shout out. So, did Uh-oh. I tell you? So, Tyler Doty, my, script. my stepbrother, lives in France, right? Okay. I didn't tell you all this. No. Okay. Well, he got married. And he lives in France, okay? And he uh, Facebook messaged me the other day. He said, hey, I've been watching all the podcasts. He's like, it's like I'm at home. From it's France. Like, it's like my break. Yeah. So, Tyler, I love you, buddy. Give <laughs> Teddy is his son. The same as Theodore. I love him. Give him a kiss for me. Oh, so, look at there. Love you, buddy. Tyler going to have to find that on yeah. YouTube. He does. He watches it on YouTube. He's like, I like watching it because yeah. it's... You know, no one over here really speaks so, English and has English. Con- He's like, it's like being back home. I get to see my brother. So, so for those who don't know, we put the show on YouTube too, right? Uh, and if you find a good nugget of the show or whatever, and you want to share just that small clip, it YouTube has this really cool feature where you can share a section of the show and trim it down. Yeah. So, like, it, it, even though this show's an hour and ten minutes, like the, today's show's like an hour and ten minutes long or whatever. If there was a five or ten minute segment that you really loved, you can literally go to YouTube. Even if you're watching on Spotify or iTunes, you can find this on YouTube and you can go find that little ten minute segment and share just that. It's pretty cool. Maybe so I'll start doing I that. I do it for, I do that from time to time. I leave I leave the media up to Mitch. He's the media mastermind. So that just the like you're my job for me. Everyone else is making shorts for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually true. Hey, well, so hey guess what we saved in the budget next month? Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't post it on your own video, but like you can crop a 10, five or 10 minute section out. And like I could, if I saw a five or 10 minute section of a video and I thought Dave would appreciate it, I could crop that out and send it straight to Dave. Cool. Yeah. I can't post it on my own channel, but that's all right. It's kind of cool. It's kind of neat how you can do that. So, all right, wrap us up, Mitch. Um, one, one real quick thing. Is okay, don't wrap us up, Mitch. We, we did. <laughs> we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Um, for for those that uh, have heard us talking about trade wins, we haven't mentioned it much other than on this podcast. We may have mentioned it once or twice on our Facebook page. We finally have all of our ducks in a row. Our website took us a lot longer to build than we thought it would because Dave and I are big, dumb idiots, and we don't know how long it takes to build a website. Uh, correction. 
Mitch didn't know how long it was going to take. So <laughs> Dave says I'm a big dumb idiot, and I didn't know how long it takes to. But we are so, we so, are literally mm. have like three days left. Yeah, and ultimately the website. Super that we, excited, man! The website that we have to build for trade wins is is complex. It's not a simple business website. It requires logins. It requires passwords. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff. And so yeah. uh, that's what took a whole lot longer. Yeah, than, when you guys are going to look at it and they're going to go. There's nothing here what took them so freaking long. Yeah. No, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of shit the on there. <laughs> like a simple like business place card kind of website. Yeah, yeah. man, they can whip those out pretty quick. And yeah. that's what I was expecting. But I'm, again, a big dumb idiot when it comes to websites. Agreed. So I pay people for that. And then like every weekend something happened. Like I caught Rona one of the weekends. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just every weekend something happened. Something's against us. <laughs> See, but we have... Did, did you catch that? Yeah. He finally admitted I know. it was right. We all knew he had Corona. He, he refused to go get tested. Well, they send a test to your house, dude. You just take he it right there. wouldn't even take an in-home test. Like, I don't care. Enough. All I care about when I'm sick is when I'm going to get better. Yeah. That's all I care about. Well, you just test so that you know you have it. And then what, you know you've had it so you can feel better about when you go out, you're not going to get it again. You're not going to get it for a little while. And two, you test at the end just so you don't give it to no one else. Well, you're going to get Rona like every year, every other year. It's gonna just like I've had it twice and I have felt great ever since. Yep. I'm breaking that bitch down. I did my part <laughs> twice. Did my part. So, oh man. All right. So, yeah. Uh, if you have reached out to us about information on Trade Winds, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, we'll dive in real quick. Trade Winds is going to be a uh, it, it's a three level uh, program. You you can d- decide which level is going to be the best commitment for you, uh, and it's basically everything about this podcast. Only it is in depth, in person. Uh, uh, one-on-one group sessions, all kinds of stuff. So uh, this podcast is kind of like one directional. It's basically us talking to you. Whereas Trade Wins is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth conversations. We're going to have a private yeah. Facebook group just for Trade Wins members. Private Zoom meetings we'll where have- you can ask direct questions in detail about the courses that are online, questions about stuff you've heard on the pod. Any question you, I mean, it is going to be literally one-on-one coaching. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is one-on-one coaching that happens inside of a group setting. So that way, not only do you get the one-on-one coaching from David and I, I guess it'd be two-on-one at that point. Uh, now we're sounding like one That's of those what she X-rated. Said. Yeah. No wonder this website <laughs> took forever to build. No, uh, but the real value is everyone else in the group that has been in your same situation that has overcome things or found answers to the questions that you have or just is super inspiring as part of the group. Instead of it being two people, that group could be 25 people and you could have at your disposal 25 other people in your same uh, area or Area of expertise. Thank you. Um, To ask questions to. And those people are going to respond and they're going to have questions. And it's going to be just a great mastermind where you can get together and just be inspired, have all your questions answered, and really grow your business faster than you could just guessing and listening to things and searching online. I mean, it's it's just geared for growth. 100% growth. Yep. So um, we, we talked about it quite a few weeks ago. It took us longer to put everything out, but this week is the week where we're actually going live with it. So there's a good chance that if you've expressed interest into the program, you may or may not have received a sales call from us. Uh, Mitch will be calling you do yeah. directly. <laughs> now that we finally actually have something to show you, um, we'll be calling up and following up with you so we can find out if this is going to indeed be something for you. 
and uh, and then we'll just kind of go from there with it. So um, if you if this is the first time you're listening to the show and this sounds like something you would be interested in, um, you can either message us uh, through our Void Facebook page. It's at Podcast the Void on Facebook. Or you can send us an email to askmitch at mitchsmedley.com and we will get those and we will reach out to you and see if this is something that would interest you. Um, just like we started the show with about how to make a sale, we're going to do the same thing here. We're going to ask questions. We're going to learn about your business. We're going to find out what your pain points are. If we can help you, we're going to suggest that we can help you. If we can't help you, we're going to suggest you go somewhere else. We aren't in this just to get you to sign up. We're literally in this to blow your business up or or make your business like a good, healthy business. It doesn't necessarily even have to like blow it up and grow. Yeah. If you want to stay a one-man shop, great. Like we've we've got options for that too. So yeah, it's going to uh, be awesome. All just kind of depends. So uh, again, uh, until next time, guys, we will <clears> see you later. But uh, until then, just have fun and keep kicking ass. Love you guys. See you.